Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. Welcome, and this is our podcast of All About Relationships, episode number 92. And you're going to love this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about making excuses and how we accidentally make excuses, but we also experience other people making excuses. And there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of excuses there's out there. There's a lot of They're excuses. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, last week, I really appreciate your response. You know, as you listen to the podcast, you know, write an email. I really, really value, uh, you know, the feedback that we hear from you as well, Audrey. I just want to reference that we have come up with a new format with regards to communicating uh, with our listeners uh, with regards to a weekly email. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a new one. So if you're not on our mailing list, there is a, a complete um, blog post that, that uh, coincides with every one of the podcasts. And we send those out weekly as well. Many of you may not know, we do a, another weekly podcast uh, with Dr. Jim Richards, and that's called Live Transformed. And so those two are combined in a single email that's sent out just once a week. We don't want to Flood your mailbox. Oversaturate you. (laughs) We all know how it feels to be oversaturated. But we want you to have the information. And I just find, for me, sometimes just having an article, just a little write-up about what you've heard is Mm -hmm. a great reference. Yeah, it really is. And we do put this together every week. So I know a lot of you already get that email. But if you don't, just go to bobandaudrey.com and it says sign up. Sign up for, be part of the email. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Bob. That's actually super cool. I just assume that everyone's getting our pictures every week that we're sending. Yeah, that's Uh, a new thing. (laughs) We're sending, yes, last week we sent a picture of our two dogs in front of our front door. And we said, welcome to our front door. Mm -hmm. So we just love Love just being personal and having being friends with you guys. So if you're not on that email, sign up soon. Mm-hmm. We uh, we talked about a bit about momentum. Uh, we, we talked, you know, in last week's podcast in, in number ninety one. But uh, there was just a little something that I I had written here that I wanted to reference uh, before we start today. And there is nothing wrong with talking to yourself. But when you start answering back, it's time to worry. Well, that little quote there, whoever came up with that, I don't know. I I, I think it's a little bit wrong. Because I think I, it's absolutely wrong. I need wrong. to hear myself every now and then. Yeah, that's right. I think we need to have intercomver dialogue conversations with ourselves. And I think we do it all the time. Yeah. We just don't do it out loud so we don't realize how concrete those really mm-hmm. are. But they're and happening. And dialogue is not only normal. But it's actually inevitable. <laughs> we have it more than what we know. Hey, I had an inner dialogue with myself this. Well, of course I did. That's with, what. <laughs> that, 
I had an inner dialogue with myself. Yeah. Funny you were saying that because this morning I woke up and I obviously woke up and I got up immediately. And as I was on my way to the bathroom, I felt so dizzy. Like, And it's very unusual for me to feel like that. And I went, oh, no. You know how that happens? You feel weird. You yeah, Exactly. You feel weird. You feel dizzy. I had a short night and I went, oh, no, something's wrong. I'm not feeling mm-hmm. well. So I was going to... Then, then the I, bed starts calling you. No, but then I remembered the talk. We've been talking about this particular episode we're about to do. We've been talking about it for several days. And the line that started keeping us on track for mm-hmm. what we want to talk about today is, I can get over anything I want, anytime. I can get over anything, anytime. Anything I want, yep. anytime I want. Exactly. And I thought, mm-hmm. wait a minute, this is what I get to do. I get to get over this anytime, And I want to get over this dizziness and this weird health feeling. So I'm going to decide to get over it. And I tell you, it's a power of a decision. And and immediately creative ideas come. When you make that decision, it's accompanied by ideas. And so I had the idea, it's going to feel right to go outside, go for a walk and put one foot in front of the other until Mm. it clears, you know, and I got, Mm. so instead of going back to bed, I felt like it it would be better. Then then you can begin to listen. Yes. You know, Hey, does my body actually need a little more rest? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Cause again, we're not going to go to a place of a self condemnation or a right and wrong thing. But What you want to do is listen and recognize that I actually do have a choice here. Right. And I think so many times we go on the first layer of making a decision is the right and the wrong decision. But underneath that layer is wise and foolish, you know, because so many times we think, oh, is it right or is it wrong? Should I or shouldn't I? Is there a better one? It's like, I want to do good, better. I want the best. Right. But the wise thing to do is just take a moment and quiet yourself and hear your heart and hear God in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I did that. I just took a few deep breaths and I took a moment to to really ask, what do I need most? And it was fresh air and walking more than I needed sleep. Mm. So I got... I got dressed. I'm walking down the street, sort of a little bit out of it, but a little bit out. <laughs> but I, it was early. It was like six twenty in the morning. But I started choose, choosing to see. The, I started to think of the word sweet. I'm not going to lie. Wow, that tree is a sweet color of green. The tree, the, the, mm-hmm. the sky is a sweet blue. For some reason, everything was sweet to me okay. today. So I was just thinking of all these things that this is sweet. This is sweet. I am sweet. You know, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there was a, we were in our neighborhood, and the school bus drives parallel to the sidewalk and stops right where I am and opens the door. And the bus driver, this amazing lady, Mm -hmm. she's just incredible. And she, I remembered her from last year when she would drive Robert to, I would take Robert to to the bus stop and uh, for his senior year for 12th grade. And she went, hello, hello. And and, And I said, Hi. And I recognized, I said, how are you doing? And she said, how is your son? And I said, he's doing great. I think all of us are just happy to know that we're all okay. He's doing great. And then she just um, put her butt, the whole bus in, in park and walked down the stairs. And she just said, can I hug you? Can I hold you? And she was just this little lady, you know, this little lady 
um, just her eyes started crying and she held me and she said, you gave me a book last year, your book, Wake Up Smiling, when it was on the last day when I was driving Robert, or it was Christmas, you gave it to me for Christmas. And just this morning, she said, just this morning, I was reading that book and I was thanking God and I was crying before God, thanking for that book. And now I got to see you today. Mm-hmm. What, you know, like, it's like God cares about the details of my life and she's holding me and we're crying together by now. I'm crying. And it and was such a... children on the be- bus are like, what is going on? <laughs> Talk about a beautiful yeah. and precious moment that I got to have today right? because I was outside walking, you know, I didn't go back to bed. And, and of course, all those feelings of love and of compassion and the fact that we can all be friends in this world. We don't have to be enemies. You know, divisiveness doesn't have to come between us. Mm. It was just the beautiful, sweet things of life. It Mm. was a sweet moment. That is what I would call a harmony moment. Yeah. Just so many, you know, um, Everyone singing their song. Yes, that's you know, it. But yes. making this beautiful melody. Yeah. And then when they come together, it's just absolutely beautiful. And that moment happened. Yeah. And for her, she was expressing thank you. Yes. You know, and knowing the love of God. But the love of God is seen through people. And we just need to continue to reach out and uh, invite people in. And I was so thankful that God does Mm. lead our paths. Like he really does make sure he does care about those details. And I hope you're feeling that for you as you're listening to this, that he's leading your path. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, I kind of want to reference it. And so I will. Okay. Yeah. You know, as we're coming through a COVID season, and I know that many of our listeners, they're like, boy, they're in the midst of possibly another shutdown. I don't know how it's touching your life, but I mean, it's been challenging mm-hmm. uh, and and I just feel it, you know, for you. But as well, I just really want to encourage you, you know, please keep reaching out to people, be accessible, you know, for others. And uh, just remember, you know, we really are better together than we are apart and that society as a whole works works best you know, when we are just pure friendly to one another. Yeah, it's so true. And as we're going into today's topic, I really believe it's going Mm. to affect your day. It's going to affect your relationships, but it has to do with the idea of responsing, responsing. Responsibility. (laughs) My ability to respond. I've been playing with this word because it's the ability to respond. So it's respondability is the ability to respond, which is responsibility. So but I just really believe that when you, I have responsibility, yeah, if I'm responsible, yeah, then I have the power to respond. Yes, that's what I think you're trying to. I'm say. saying the I ability to respond. It. I think okay. you guys have got it because even just something so simple as today, of all things, I can get over anything I want to anytime. anytime. Like if you could just hear that for mm. yourself. And you think, wait a minute, you don't know who I'm living with. You don't know my circumstances. You have no idea what I have to deal with. And you know, to be real, I don't. I don't. But I do know that our ability to respond in whatever circumstances Mm -hmm. or whatever relationship we're in is powerful. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, Then I kind of want to go to the 
other side of the coin if okay. I'm my Audrey right away. Uh-huh. And that would be an excuse. Yes. Okay. So responsibility on one side, I want to take personal responsibility, mm-hmm. but then sometimes we'll flip that coin and we'll go to the other side of making an excuse. Yeah. And, a, and a, an excuse typically is when I choose to distance myself from personal responsibility. Yes. That's what an excuse typically is. That's a good, de- that's a good definition. Yeah. And, uh, and what I want to do is to protect myself, an excuse. An excuse maker is an individual that looks to protect themselves yeah. and, to, and to protect their public image. Which, in Whoa. other words, is their ego. Yes. Okay, so I'll make an excuse. We cover our tracks, yeah. and then we don't have to admit personal weakness or failure. Yeah, So true. at the core of an excuse hmm. really is fear. Yes. Fear of being discovered, fear of failure, fear of being known. And so, you know, I, I want to cover my tracks. So mm-hmm. an ex- excuse making is really... A defense mechanism. True. That's okay, that's really of good, me Bob. Protecting myself yeah. from the anxiety of feeling or or experiencing failure. Right. So I I, I I feel it's important to put that out there because I think there's a lot of love for those people. Mm-hmm. Because there's a fear behind it. It's not just no stop this, you know, behavior, but it where is the link? you know, to a fear, you know, where, where you're not seeing the real you mm-hmm. or who you really are in God. Yeah. It's interesting. I knew I was going to be recording this this afternoon. So I was talking to Janelle this afternoon, our mm-hmm. daughter, and I was telling her, you know, because her and I are so passionate about that line. I can get over anything I want, anytime I can get over anything, anytime I want to. That's the power of that choice. And she, as far as feelings and thoughts and ten, and she came up with the word tendencies. She says, "Mom, I think we all have tendencies. Sure, with our personalities, we all t- mm-hmm. have these tendencies where, when we are low functioning, we're tired, we're stressed, we tend to act a certain way, or we tend to close in, or we tend to to blurt out, or we tend to, you know, whatever it happens to be, punish someone else, or we tend to, you know." change the atmosphere with, we tend to get in a mood, you know, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And so I, I thought that was really good. I said, you know, I like the word tendency because we all have them. And I tend, I'll just call on myself. Cause I, I mean, I want to take responsibility for me. I tend when I'm stressed to get bossy and to get, um, tasky, you know, instead of feeling the moment and feeling peace and relaxed, that's when I'm at my best. But when I get under stress, I tend to, um, get bossy and just, just get impatient. I think impatient might be better than bossy. I don't know if I'm full on bossy. I don't boss people around, but I definitely get impatient. Oh, you're a get you're you're a get her done girl. I am such you a get her done a girl. Number one, get her done. Right. Yeah. And so I love to check off that box. And if mm-hmm. people aren't on my time schedule, I can be like, wait, wait, you guys, we're getting this done. And now that's a tendency, but I can't let that be an excuse. You see, this is where I'm getting back to this excuse yeah, thing. Right. Well, and we can all make excuses. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, then I I don't take responsibility. Right. So uh, again, today is a real invitation that we just want to take a look in um, Matthew chapter seven. You know, Jesus speaks about 
you know, the, the speck in your friend's eye. Yeah. And you ignore the log in your own. Right. So, uh, again, let's not move to a place of self-judgment, but rather in relationship, recognize that when I make excuses, really what I'm doing is I'm deflecting and I'm actually projecting blame yes. on someone else. Exactly. I'm so glad you said that, Bob, because in, a, in an everyday situation with your family, with the people you live with, whoever you live with, there's going to be just someone bug someone or you're offended or you're just irritated, annoyed, whatever it is. When that happens, we tend to pass a judgment of why that person is doing something. And as soon as I make a judgment on why someone did something, it changes the way I think and see it. Because if I'm assuming why someone does something, I'm going to put myself where I all of a sudden can't hear my own heart and hear God in my heart. And instead of assuming, um, instead of passing judgment, I think the correct responsible thing to say is, is there something I need to do about it? Because you can't be in peace when you have judgments in your head. Do you remember that inner um, dialogue we're talking about? As soon as we, we hear these judgments in our head, they are affecting you and they're affecting your mood and they're affecting your responses. You think you're having a covert secret inside conversation, but it is changing your demeanor. It's changing your body language. When you are in judgment of someone, they'll feel it, but also you will lose your peace, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and, and peace is so important. Yeah. Uh, and I've also have noticed, you know, couples that really kind of get into this pattern. Yeah. And it's almost, I'll just say, it's almost a pattern of lying. But, it's, <laughs> but what they do, it's almost as though they're planning their next defense. Yeah. You know, I know they're going to be offended here. I know that there there will be an offense there. And this defensiveness comes up, but defensiveness absolutely never, ever solves the problem. Right. But it's always a covert way of blaming the other person. Yes. So how then do we walk in harmony? Right. Because right away, I'm already planning your next offense with yes, me. Yes. And I'm and I'm generating and I'm creating excuses. Right, where, excuses. Where I can project blame somewhere. And else. you know what blame will say? Blame will say, look what you made me do. Look what you made me <laughs> okay. right? Like that's blame's well, famous yeah. line. Like, look what you made me do. And they're justified. Make, well, as, as a child. You know, you, you they, make me so sit, mad. Yeah, they, they would be <laughs> sitting in the corner, you know, having a fit. You make me so angry. Well, in relationships, when we project and we blame others, we're really giving a lot of power to yes. others yeah. rather than taking personal responsibility and really growing up. Yeah. And instead of asking, what are, now what are they going to do? Are they going to do this? Or now are you going to say that like you did last time? And then we start thinking about the past. But let's change that and start asking, now what am I going to do? Am mm-hmm. I going to have the ability to respond and have that right. respond so I ability? I think we're all familiar with the problem. Yes. Okay. And all, we've yeah. all experienced. Yeah. Because am I going to let other people's decisions guide my life? Right. Or am I going to be responsible? So we all have personalities. Yes, we do. Okay. You, you and I. Yeah. Are are unique with every person in the world. Yes. All unique. There yes. are similarities. Yes. Okay. Which then kind of brings us into personal. Uh, inventories or personality tests, you know, that people have had in the 2000s. In in the Christian realm, there was one that was brought out and it's called Strength Finders. Yes, yes. Okay. 
there's one that has been around forever, the Four Temperaments, the DISC. The DISC, yeah. The D-I-S-C, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, more recently, uh, it has been the Enneagram. Yes. Uh, one that is most popular, f- again, for decades now, is Myers-Briggs. Right. So all of these. So, again, what... I don't, I'm not saying good or bad on these, but what they need to do is cause us to be more curious rather than to pigeonhole us and put us in a box. Mm -hmm. So what I want to do is I want to be able to take a good look at myself and be able to say, you know what? I may have these tendencies, but now I want to be a high functioning me. Yes. So what I want to do is I want to deal with my ego. I want to deal with my selfishness. I want to deal with my pride. So if these are my tendencies, Mm -hmm. I want to find a more accurate way of loving you if I if I know yours and uh, and and taking responsibility to what we've already spoken about, and that is just simply having blind spots. Yeah. And and so this awareness. Is so very helpful. I love your word curious, Bob. Because I love curious. <laughs> I just love Cur- curious, Bob. Curious, no, curious George got yeah. in a lot of trouble. Yeah, he did. Anyway. But like, let's let these, like, we've done a whole entire book and like a whole movement in our own lives with the Enneagram because we, we love choosing three numbers instead of one. And it's just been our kind of our special well, for a sauce. decade now we've been using it yes and adapting before anyone it, knew what it was yeah but ad- adapting it yes. to help bring freedom yes you because know, we to, want to celebrate want, this beautiful three to be numbers more curious about themselves yes and about others and about even interacting with god in their lives yes and just knowing so, the real you like with me i'm joyful loving and i'm achiever and bob you are a loyal disciplined you know, reformer and, and, and that's just, and you're so wise and those numbers come out in you, but the curious part is good because we don't get into self judgment for our blind spots, but we also don't make excuses. Don't make excuses and our blind stops, our blind spots also become a place of opportunity to grow. Oh, you're good, Bob. So we want to grow and we want, I mean, that's the purpose of this podcast. Yeah. You're listening because you want to grow in your relationships. One of my greatest fears, like in the core of me, I'm talking about the core of my greatest fears is I always think I'm in trouble. And so that's just been something that that's been a tendency. There's that word again, tendency. Oh no, am I in trouble again? I hate being in trouble. I don't have a fear Mm. that I'm alone or that I'm going to be abandoned or rejected. Those are ones that I don't have or being inadequate, but I do have a fear that I'm in trouble. And so, so what happens is, um, in our tendencies, again, with our personalities. Well, and again, this is where we become low functioning. Yes. And, and so some, I mean, we all have better days than others. Yeah. Okay. Some of us have some. We're going to give it to you. You get to have a day. We can have a day. You can can definitely have some days. And sometimes you're just in the zone working. Yeah. You know, and then people kind of interrupt your, your train of thought. (laughs) I mean, there's all kinds of scenarios we can put ourselves in. Sometimes we're just stressed. Sometimes we're tired. Yeah. Sometimes we haven't been eating well, whatever it might be. It could be be a million different factors. We're not making excuses, but we can find reason. I'm hungry. So, and and, and again, I'll take a little bit of time in a moment and we'll talk about the difference between excuses and reason. Okay. Ah. So there can be reason. Mm -hmm. Okay. But... Uh, what happens is 
sometimes, you know, we just cross one another. So the other day, you know, I came out of the office, came around the corner, you were walking in front of me, and I just looked at you and I said, Audrey, I, I need to tell you something. And the first thing and I the said. immediate response. I, and I just said, oh no, am I in trouble? It, it, yeah, and it was just like, what do you mean? I, honestly, it, it, that was. It was just it weird. That fast. It was weird. Oh, am I in trouble? And immediately, here's what happened. Here's what I did. I went to the dark side for me. Because okay? you have different fears than me. I have different fears. And I'm like, am I that mean of a person right. that, I, that you I always feel in intimidated trouble Intimidated immediately, right. Yeah. And now, you, now you're all listening like, really? You two are, are that immature? You know, <laughs> sometimes, yeah, we just yeah. might be. Well, guess what? We have some moments. <laughs> okay. But it was a moment that we had. Right. And, and, some, and sometimes, you know, and for us, I can't think of the last time we've, we've had. An actual fight. Yeah. We that, did, I, we honestly, don't we do don't. That. We don't. But. What but we, we had a moment there where we kind of looked at each other and went, yeah. what just happened? Right. So this could turn into an unloving moment or a loving moment. Right. And we and, and it, thankfully, I said, you know what, Now Bob? we have responsibility. Yes. We because each have the ability to respond so I can either, you know, choose what is the most loving thing I can do for all persons involved or I can operate in fear and I can defend and I can blame, and I can project on the other person. So, hey, you know, we all have these, you know, tendencies, tendencies, uh-huh. and scenarios that pop up in our lives. Right. In that in that moment, we we did both. It well, we both took personal responsibility, the ability to respond. And I said, "Whoa!" I said, "Bob, did you hear what just happened?" And we just kind of looked at each other and said, "My worst fear just came out that I'm in trouble." And so for many years, Bob didn't know that when he was correcting me or making that, that that hurt me in the, my core fear. But in the last several years, he's found out that it, that because he doesn't mind getting corrected, it doesn't affect him because he doesn't have that core fear, but because he's, he's sensitive now to me, he has really stopped. I mean, I'm serious. He has stopped correcting me. And when he does, he does it with a lot of love, not just blurting it out. So Bob, that just tells me that you are able to get over anything, even though you have the tendency to correct, Mm -hmm. you had the ability to get over anything, anytime, and you stopped. Sure. Well, and again, I've had to take personal responsibility. Yeah. I cannot allow my personality to be an excuse. But you literally still, after 37 years of marriage, but that was probably about maybe three or four years ago, you realized the intensity. Well, and it's, you, it's been growing. I mean, I, I, I get to grow. I, I get know. to be different. I can tell. <laughs> I'm but just, we all need to. Right. Okay, so I, I want to go back, Audrey, to this place of personal inventories okay, okay, yeah. that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, because use them as a tool. Okay, Never, ever as an excuse. Right. All of these personality tests, of things you know about yourself. And the same thing with our past. Okay. So uh, with therapy, Mm -hmm. you know, never allow your past to be an excuse. It may be an explanation, but never an excuse. And never let... Jesus can heal your heart, but then sometimes we need some just real good coaching of, of moving forward. Because sometimes therapy can lead to psychoanalyzation. Psychoanalyzation. Uh, <laughs> well, what it can do is it can be result in labeling. Yeah. And when you've been labeled, now you have a perfect now excuse. Now it's not just what it, Your label what I did. can become your excuse who I am. for bad behavior, mm-hmm. for you know less than nice kindness right. with each other. So, so as we discover 
you know, the uniqueness and the gift of our personalities, uh, you know, remember that they're not intended to give us permission right. to indulge in our weakness mm-hmm. or in selfish behavior, but they're intended to help us to pinpoint areas where we actually can grow. Yes. And so I don't want to make an excuse, but what I want to do is I want to find reason. And so where there is reason... Oh, yeah. This is what you're going to tell us, the difference between excuses and reasons. Right. Okay. So, so the difference, the, the, the differences here that I have found is that a, genu- a genuine reason from an excuse is that when someone provides a reason for why something has or hasn't happened, mm-hmm. there's typically a solution that is being offered. Hmm. So with an excuse... I'm removing myself from responsibility mm-hmm. with a reason I'm going to bring, I'm going to offer a solution. Mm. I want to bring a solution to this. So instead quickly. of justifying myself or yeah, excusing or excusing, myself you know what? Yeah, I'm not good at this. I can give I'm reason. not good at being this. So yeah. don't expect it from me. Right. So I can give reason. Yeah. But now what I want to do is take responsibility. Yeah. Okay, and I and I actually want to bring a solution. So let me just give you this little bit of a phrase, and then I'll turn it over to you uh, before we run out of time here. And it's simply this. Okay. Ready. It's <laughs> this is fun. Okay. So here's 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 my reason. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't do something. What I don't yeah, know what you, it is. you didn't do it. Okay. Here's here's How, what's the, your reason, Bob? My oops. <laughs> okay. That's that's the first thing. It's just like. Whoops. Okay. You may have been caught. You may have been lazy. I don't know what it is, but you know You got you, know, you got caught with a cookie in your uh, hand. Something oops. happened and just simply oops. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You might be I needed say, you to go there and get that for me. Oops, I forgot. Sure. And and it really might be that way. Yeah. That you know, I did forget. Yeah. Okay. But then the next thing is this. I should have. Yeah. Now I take responsibility. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not just going to deflect and say, oops, I forgot, but rather take responsibility and be able to say, you know what, I should have. Yes. Then what you want to do is validate the other person's feelings. Yeah. Okay, I knew that this was important to you. Wow. See? Yeah. The most loving thing you can do for another person Mm -hmm. is to make important to yourself what's important to them. Yes. So, hey, I forgot. It was important to you. I didn't make it important to me. Yeah, and that's not okay. I should have. Wow. I take responsibility. I validate, you know, and it's, oh, it must make you feel like, you know, your wishes or what you ask me for mean nothing. You see, all of a sudden when you validate, and it's uh, like, I know how important this was to you. Yeah. All Mm. of a sudden, wow, okay, he actually does hear me, and he does see me. Now, then the next thing is, let me do it right now. Okay? Right away, you, you jump into action to be able to rectify. Wow. Now, you may not be able to do something right now, but what you want to do is you want to rectify your actions mm-hmm. immediately. Wow, Bob, that is so powerful. That's, that's my real simple, you know, yeah. with regards to the difference between making an excuse and giving reason. And the results are so much peace. Like, remember, like, the thing is, is Well, that, what I'm saying is you matter to me. Yeah. All because of a sudden, I feel significant to you. I, I feel important excuse, to you. I matter to me. 
Yeah, that's true. You see, I'm yeah. protecting my ego. I'm defending yeah. myself. I'm covering my tracks. I'm blaming others. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I've made a mistake. Mm. I take responsibility. And you know, I'm thinking of um, a scripture in Luke 6 where it says you're going to receive a rich reward and you'll be known as true children of the most high God when you're like having the same nature as him and be like your father who's famous for his kindness to heal even the thankless and the cruel. There's no excuse in that. Even when people aren't thanking you or they're not being nice about it, you continue to be kind. And then um, verse 36 says, overflow with mercy and compassion for others, just as your heavenly father overflows with mercy and compassion for all. And that is our responsibility, that we get to have mercy and kindness. No, you don't enable, but you show kindness and you take responsibility for your responses. Yeah. You know, I was just going to tell, I was just going to tell you guys if I have time about how I lately in the last couple yeah, of years let's, or so, let's do that. yeah, lately I've been taking responsibility for my own, um, emotions or anytime I'm not feeling like completely myself, mm-hmm. I've been creating a script that I actually am very intentional about. I write it down in my iPad and right. working and, at your internal dialogue. Yeah. And we're, thank you. And it's like, I'm organizing my subconscious. Yeah. Because there's buried pain in there and there's memories in there that still need some resolve and I'm organizing it, so to speak. So when an emotion comes up or a painful memory resurfaces, I just write down that memory and then the lie that accompanies it. I think that's so important because with those, with that, with that memory that was painful, there's a lie. And so recently, um, I woke up from a dream and I, and it wasn't a nice dream and I just wanted to shove all my feelings and just go on with my day. But I chose to articulate them because I want to organize my subconscious. And so um, the feeling that I wrote down was that I was feeling humiliated in this memory, in this situation in my dream. I was feeling humiliated. And of course, with that specific memory that I dreamed about. So how I take responsibility is I invite Jesus to be with me as I resolve this layer that's covering up the real me, the ultimate me. And I had a memory of when I was really felt humiliated and there, I could see all the people that I felt humiliated around. And then together we locate the origin, you know, of those destructive cellular memories, because we have cellular memories that are causing us to see things incorrectly. And when I see things incorrectly, it results in feelings and thoughts and beliefs. And the particular memory is the lie that I set impossible goals and then I beat myself up for not doing them. Mm-hmm. That's what I do to myself. Mm-hmm. In that humiliation, I set impossible goals. I tell mm-hmm. my, in my inner dialogue, yep. you have to get this done right. or you're a loser. Right. I, and they're impossible goals. And then I, as I say, I call myself names now. That is literally, Bob, the definition of ego, to set impossible goals and then beat yourself up for not doing mm-hmm. them. And so again, I can get over, I hope you guys have heard this enough times that you're going to really remember it. I can get over anything, anytime I want to. Mm-hmm. So that day when I woke up and I got down to that definition of ego and what I had, what my tendencies were, I said, you know what? I choose being full of dignity and a hundred percent acceptance for myself. Mm-hmm. And then I feel, so first you choose and then you feel the emotion of dignity and acceptance And then you make the declaration, I am always full of dignity and self-acceptance. And then it's done. Like it's perfected, accomplished now. I'm that new creation. I'm dead to that old damaged memory me. And 
I am raised with Jesus because anything Jesus has done, I can do. So I decide to put off the old and I put on the new and I can see myself in that memory. Now I can see Jesus with me and he's, he's protecting me from the humiliation. Mm -hmm. He's my shield. He's my guard. So that I don't have to protect myself through putting up walls on my heart. He gets to be my shield so that I can have a soft heart. Yeah. Uh, let, Audrey, thank you. That was, it's good. And, you know, take it back, people. Listen to it and just allow yourself because, you know, you do have that internal dialogue. You yeah. do have those memories. Yeah. And I, I don't want them to haunt you. Right. And I don't want you to be afraid and of them. And have them be powerful. And ignore ignore yes. them. You know, but rather, you know, this is where you're able to turn and face them mm-hmm. and stand firm because my dignity, my identity is intact. And then I can face the things that fear that I fear and really invite Jesus in. This is this is how you begin to stand firm. Don't don't walk with those thoughts any longer. Stop. You know, kind of take a step forward, turn around and and view those memories, those images, those movies. thought patterns. Yes. Those yeah, the movies that you've created and just face it, but then invite Jesus in. That's that's the key here is when you invite him in. Um, I was just thinking uh, last night we had uh, a real fun game night with our friends. And uh, and he said, yeah, he says, Bob, he says, you know that, uh, what are these bands called? Belief bands? Well, belief you, know those band. little rubber, belief you know those little wristbands you can yeah. get? Those little cheap plastic okay. things? Well, rubber things. Yeah. So I, I have some and I give them away to people. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this last night. Yeah, so he says... He said, man, he says, every time I see that band on your wrist, he says, you know, like, what's it say? Like, what is it? And it says, and, and it has two sayings on it. One of them says, all things are possible. Then the other one says, I am complete in him. And he says, every time I see that, it's, he says, I think to myself, I am complicated. I, he doesn't yeah. think it says I'm complete. He yeah. always says, it looks like it says, it says I'm complicated. I'm complicated. <laughs> well, and what you're saying, Audrey, you know, sometimes we are complicated. Yes. I am sometimes. Because I am complicated. But I want simple and sweet. I need him. Yes. And when I find him, then I undo the complicated. I undo the complicated <laughs> and I become complete. complete. From complicated to complete. Right, right. Uh, I just want to, in closing, just really give a word to, to somebody. Uh, and this just might be for you. And um, we can sometimes get caught in perfectionism mm-hmm. where it just seems to be, I need to do it right. Mm-hmm. And I won't do anything until I get it right. Hmm. And all of a sudden, it becomes an excuse for not moving forward. Hmm. True. Okay. Yeah. Which is really procrastination. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then we pride ourselves. Well, I just want to do it right. But sometimes if it's worth doing, then it's worth doing wrong until you get it right. Hmm. And this is what Audrey and I have found in our relationship. Our relationship is worth it. Right. It's worth it. Communication is worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, of resolving these, mm-hmm. you know, issues between ourselves, it's worth it. Yeah. Have we always done it right? No. No. But we're going to keep working at it. Why? Because my motivation is love. Mm-hmm. My aim is love. And so we, we can work through our differences but it's worth doing wrong until we get it right. And, uh, and I, you know, the example that we shared today, uh, 
you know, when I walked out of the office and around the corner and I said, I need to tell you something. She immediately went to fear base and like, am Am I in in trouble? trouble? But you see, because of years of practicing, we got it right. You see, we didn't go into a place of tension with one another or being fearful of one another. And so... And it takes each person, like, if you're saying, oh, I wish my husband would hear this or my wife or my kid would hear this right now. No. I can do it for me. The biggest... When you hang up on this one or you push Mm -hmm. end on this one, the biggest thing is your responsibility. How are you going to respond not making excuses for yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or not justifying yourself or or letting your tendencies be your limitations? I waited way too long, you know hoping you know that you would get things resolved within you yeah just so that i would be better yeah I mean, how ridiculous it's is so that? wild how we do that but stuff. when i took responsibility for me as i've taken yes responsibility for me life's life gets good it's rich reward it gets easier yes all the time yes and it's independent of what the other person does or doesn't do yeah so, so empowering. That go. is empowering for you, let me mm-hmm. tell you. Oh, I'm so I sure hope you've enjoyed this. And I just pray that rich reward over you as you have you overflow with that mercy and compassion. Yes. That's what the rich reward comes with when you overflow with mercy and compassion. Good. I hey, enjoyed this, babe. Yeah, hey, thanks for taking the journey yeah. with us, everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a, a simple reminder: the most important moment of this podcast is right now. When you turn it off, you have decisions that you get to make. And uh, there might be reasons. I get it. But you get to rectify it. You, you can make things right. You can move towards the other I can, with love and harmony. And just remember the saying, I can get over anything anytime I want to. I can get over anything I want anytime I want I can want. get over any bad habits mm-hmm. anytime I want to. I can. To. I know, I can too. Write that script. Yeah, write the script. I'll actually write the script in the blog post okay. so that if you're uh, signing up for this, you, or you can just find our articles yes. on our website at bobandaudrey.com. Anyway, thanks so much. Is. We sure love you Thank guys. Thank you. Have thanks, a everyone. Great Have a great day. Week. We really are thankful to be friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye bye. <laughs>